Welcome to the Love and Light Live podcast, empowering crystal lovers to learn and experience the art of crystal healing. Get ready to listen in and follow your soul calling with crystals. Hello, and thank you so much for joining me for the Love and Light Live podcast brought to you by loveandlightschool.com. I'm your host, Ashley Levy, and this podcast is the number one place for all things crystals. In today's show, we'll be exploring the healing properties of petrified wood, a crystal which is great for grounding and ancestor connection. And petrified wood's the name given to any fossilized wood or any stone that's replaced the organic wood material with a type of mineral, typically something like agate or opal. But before we get started, I'd like to answer one of our listener questions. Remember, you can submit your own questions anytime at loveandlightschool.com slash ask for the chance to have your question answered right here on the show. Today's question comes from an anonymous listener, and they say, how do I better develop my intuition? Many times I feel that I don't have any intuition. This is a great question, and I have a few things that I think will help you get started. Over on the blog at loveandlightschool.com, I have a crystal grid for intuition. So it's a crystal grid recipe for awakening your intuition, your intuitive insight, and it walks you through the process of setting up your crystal grid step-by-step, as well as recommending some crystals and explaining why I've chosen each stone for the specific grid. I also have a blog post called using amethyst to supercharge your intuition, which discusses why amethyst makes such a great crystal for helping to enhance your natural intuitive insight and help you learn to trust your intuition. And I cover a few different varieties of amethyst, kind of um, subtypes of amethyst, so to speak, and how they can be used specifically for intuitive development. And there's another great article on the blog. There are uh, podcasts for most of these as well. This is called A Crystal Layout for Intuitive Guidance. And so this kind of walks you through why you would want to create a crystal layout, which is basically crystals placed on and around the body. This is a great layout because it only uses a few stones. There is also a video Um, that accompanies this blog and podcast. So you can actually see this process taking place and understand how it happens. And the layout is adapted from my book, Crystals for Energy Healing. So definitely give that a look for helping you with your intuition. Now, this anonymous listener also has a few additional questions. They say, you know, I really struggle with creating a crystal grid and how to determine which crystals to use in my grid. And I feel a little intimidated when it comes to learning about this. Um, I also am looking to create appropriate crystal grids to help with my dog's anxiety. I have two chihuahuas who are extremely anxious and need to find some way to help settle them. And yeah, I mean, creating crystal grids can definitely be a little bit intimidating when you're getting started. Everyone seems to have different rules and different steps to follow or no rules at all and no steps to follow. And it can seem a little intimidating or overwhelming to really understand 
how this all comes together between the crystal grid base itself and sacred geometry shape or freeform shape that you're using, the actual stones you're using, the order you place them, all of this really can be customized and adapted to create the exact right grid for you. So again, I'm going to direct you over to the blog and I have an amazing article called how to create and use a crystal grid step-by-step. Again, there is a video on that blog as well, walking you through the entire grid creation process from creating an affirmation or an intention statement, choosing your stones, placing the stones and, and choosing your crystal grid base, activating the crystal grid, and then actually working with it or connecting with the energy of your grid. And I even have a little bonus video on that post um, showing you how to activate a crystal grid and makes it really easy because there's a little diagram that you can follow to see how the activation process works. I know this especially gets a little bit tricky for some people. So if you have struggled at all with crystal grids, like our amazing anonymous listener who would like to help their chihuahuas, then definitely check out that post, how to create and use a crystal grid step-by-step. And you can find that over on the website at loveandlightschool.com. So thank you so much for your amazing questions. And remember, if you're listening and you have your own question that you'd like me to answer for you about crystals, spirituality, or anything else you're curious about right now, let me know over at loveandlightschool.com slash ask. The Crystal Healing Certification Program is coming soon. Want to know more? For info, free training, and to get on the list, go to crystalhealerschool.com. And now it's time for us to dive into our main topic for today, the healing properties of petrified wood. And if you've been listening to the show for a while, you know that I always like to pair an affirmation or intention statement with my crystals just to give me a little bit of focus while I'm working with them. And here is the affirmation for petrified wood. I invite the wisdom of my ancestors to help guide me for the highest good of my being. So let's really dig into petrified wood. As I mentioned early on in the show, it's amazing for enhancing grounding and grounding practices. It also facilitates your connection with the natural world, especially tree spirits and the fairy realm. And one thing that I've been kind of working on in my own personal studies is really reconnecting with my cultural roots and ancestral roots. And I'm trying to embrace the part of my ancestry that comes from um, Ireland, Scotland, and British Isles, and really understand this fascination with fairies and the fairy realm. And it's something that for many years I thought was maybe a little bit silly, but I think what I've learned over the past few months is It's kind of this pop culture idea of fairies that um, has been carried through into a more mainstream that I find kind of, you know, fun, fun and silly, still enchanting, but fun and silly. But the true fairy tales, the true stories and myths of the fairies and um, the lore 
that has been passed down is so interesting. And so working with petrified wood is great because it helps you find that connection to the world around you, to nature, to the earth and the land where you live. And I think, you know, as part of this, um, for me living in the United States, uh, on stolen land, it's very important to acknowledge that when trying to connect to the spirits of this land, because this is not the ancestral home of my ancestors, of my lineage, of my blood relatives and ancestors. And so in trying to form a relationship with this land, I've um, found over you know the past year that this is an important part of developing this relationship. So working with some petrified wood, helping to facilitate that, also helping you access wisdom and guidance from your own ancestors can be an integral part of your spiritual practice. Petrified wood also helps you take responsibility for your own energy. So whether that's placing boundaries where boundaries need to be placed, um, saying no to protect or shield your energy, to limit your energy, or kind of standing up for yourself and saying, communicating what your needs are. Petrified wood helps give you the strength to do that. It also increases energetic protection and it can help you get really focused and set a balanced pace for your day. So whereas some crystals are really motivational and they really kind of push you, petrified wood is more about being in flow, keeping yourself in that place of being grounded and focused in the present moment and setting a pace where you're getting the things accomplished that you need to get accomplished, but you're also making space for rest and joy. This stone also instills patience and is great for promoting creative problem-solving skills. So if you feel like you've gotten stuck somewhere along the way, you've come up against a hurdle or an obstacle that's unexpected, it really helps you see a new way forward. It also encourages positive transformation and petrified wood has been known to assist with past life work because it is a fossil and most fossils kind of share this in common. Finally, Petrified wood comes from trees and minerals. It is made of, you know, stone and wood and earth and all these energies that come together that promote strength and willpower. So this is a beautiful stone to work with for these qualities as well. If you haven't seen much petrified wood, it is opaque and it usually is arranged in multicolored bands and rings, but sometimes in splotches ranging from black to dark brown into lighter tan, and sometimes even more vibrant colors like cream, orange, and red. It corresponds to the zodiac signs of Virgo, Capricorn, Taurus, and Scorpio, and is related to the earth element. A great companion flower for petrified wood is wild ginger, and an excellent companion essential oil that kind of matches the qualities is vetiver. A great companion stone is silver sheen obsidian. And petrified wood is commonly found in the western United States, Australia, Madagascar, and New Zealand. Now, petrified wood, as I mentioned earlier in the show, is created when minerals replace the organic molecules in the plant material that created the wood to begin with. 
So this stone is incredibly grounding because of that and works to enhance your stability. Um, especially that emotional stability it creates more stability in your life for things like your career and your home life all the way through to your spiritual practice and your connection with nature. Petrified wood, I feel also connects with the energy of the Oak moon, which happens to be the full moon in July. So we'll be coming up to that pretty quickly. And it calls forth the energy of the Oak tree to lend its strength in times of need. Petrified wood also has kind of a connection to the animal archetype of the beaver. So if we look at the qualities of the beaver, the beaver's very industrious and creative and able to build things. So petrified wood kind of represents the persistence needed to overcome obstacles that are blocking your path or damming up your path. So this stone helps you accomplish what you set your mind to by encouraging you to take things one step at a time and solve problems along the way, as well as helping you be industrious when things don't go as planned. So work with petrified wood when you know you'll be undertaking a really daunting task to help keep you motivated and on track throughout the process. Well, that is it for our main segment on petrified wood, but now it's time for trending this week. Do you feel intuitively called to work more deeply with your stones? To grow your confidence, knowledge, and connection to crystal energy beyond what you can learn on your own? Our award-winning Crystal Healing Certification Program will take you from crystal lover to a confident, certified crystal healer and help you discover your soul's path and crystal purpose. Maybe you want to deepen your personal spiritual practice by connecting more deeply to your stones. Or maybe you're already working with crystals, but you want to learn some more advanced energy healing techniques. Wherever you're at on your crystal journey, the Love and Light School's CCH program can help you become the confident and intuitive crystal healer you know you can be. Are you ready to listen to the nudges from the universe and take the next steps on your crystal journey? Our CCH program is here to support you every step of the way. So this week, I want to share an amazing spiritual practice that um, I've just started with uh, called 30 Days of Goddess, and it was created by Molly Reamer of Bridget's Grove. You can find them online at bridgetsgrove.com or on Instagram at bridgetsgrove. Now, they have an absolutely amazing Etsy shop with all kinds of super cute goddess statues and things like that, but... The things that I've been most enjoying that Molly has created um, are some of her little mini trainings and beautiful things that she shares and books of poetry. And one of the practices that she shared recently is called 30 Days of Goddess. And the idea is that there is a little companion journal or prayer book. And each day for the 30 days, there's a different word to reflect upon. And Molly has created these beautiful little pre-printed prayer books or journals that give you space to record things like your mood, the moon phase, a rune. I've actually been working with OM symbols instead of rune symbols for that. Um, an affirmation, um, a way to connect with your word of the year, a way to show your devotion, 
and there's also an actionable item for each day as well as space to reflect on your word and a really fun kind of blank space for art as devotion and I am not the most talented artist most of my art is collage and stickers and things that I find to be pretty and putting them all together. I'm kind of like a crow. (laughs) Um, I just kind of collect and nest all these little things that inspire me and that I enjoy looking at. And I think the thing that has been the most interesting and exciting is that this practice has really inspired me to um, reconnect with really free-flowing writing and poetry and doing that as devotional spiritual practice and having a practice that I can do daily that I truly look forward to doing. And I've I've done many different types of journaling and, you know, they really serve me at some times and then I find, you know, I tend to fall away from them at other times and circle back. But this practice of 30 Days of Goddess, it has been set up in a way that is so simple and so inspiring and a way to really connect with yourself. And I've just been pretty enamored with the whole process. Um, And I've been sharing my progress with my own very first 30 Days of Goddess prayer book over on Instagram. You can find me there at Love and Light School. But you can also pick up your own prayer books and little mini prayer cards and journal prompts at bridgetsgrove.com, checking out the Bridget's Grove Patreon and Etsy shop for all of the materials, supplies, and prompts. And again, I'm not sharing this with you because I am an affiliate or anything like that. This is just something that I've found. I've actually been following Bridget's Grove and Molly's work for a number of years and, um, I really just like the practice and I hope that if this sounds like something that is interesting to you, that it will inspire you to do something similar. Well, I hope you found a lot of value in today's show. If you want more information about anything I discussed in this episode, you can learn more over on the website at loveandlightschool.com slash blog. And if you did enjoy the show today, of course, the biggest compliment you can give me is to leave a quick rating and a review over at loveandlightschool.com slash iTunes. And while you're there, you can subscribe through that link as well. So you never miss a future episode. And I wanted to take a moment to give a shout out to Christina, Chris Chameleon, who says to share one's factual knowledge for the benefit of others. Ashley's extensive knowledge of crystals is beyond words. The fact that she shares this with the rest of the world is a gift for us. From the details of the energies that crystals emit, the how-tos and whys, ethical practices, and interviews and conversations with other crystal experts, such as fellow author and friend Nicholas Pearson, to the crystal messages and listener questions, she literally leaves no stone unturned. Pun intended. I love that, Christina. Christina continues, this was the first podcast I ever listened to, ever. I continue to learn and grow in all aspects in life by making this podcast a priority in not only crystal knowledge, but for self-development and as a Reiki master healer. Thank you for all you do for this crystal-loving and healer community, Christina at Earth Energy Alchemy. Christina, thank you so much for 
really making my day by writing such a lengthy review. I really, really appreciate that. And I am so glad that you're enjoying the show. And it is my goal um, to begin to have more guests on the show again as we move into the future. I really uh, had to take a step back from doing interviews last year. I was going through some health concerns, some of which are sort of making a reappearance. Um, But I'm hoping that I will, by the end of this year, get to dive back into doing some great interviews with this amazing community of healers and uh, crystal workers, because I think that we all have something really unique to share. And my word of the year that I've been working on in my 30 Days of Goddess journal and I've been working with all year so far is community. I have been behind the scenes working to um, try and do my best to do more for our community as well as run my business more from a place of community and um, involve community more in my spiritual practice be more involved in my local community, reach out and connect with people. And uh, I'm a bit of an introvert, so it is difficult for me. (laughs) It's a little bit different than what I'm used to. Um, But as I've been learning and listening from some amazing leaders, teachers, activists over the past year and a half, I have really found the importance of being in community with one another in a way that I was truly disconnected from before. And um, I hope that as much as you enjoy listening to the show and listening to me blather on about crystals, I hope to bring you a little bit more of that community in the time to come. Well, that brings us to the end of this episode of the Love and Light Live podcast. I'm your host, Ashley Levy, and I'll be back with you in our next episode. So until then, crystal blessings. The Love and Light Live podcast is a production of the Love and Light School of Crystal Therapy. Connect with us online at loveandlightschool.com or on social at School. Content provided on or through our website or podcast makes no claims for specific or general health or health results and should not be used to examine, diagnose, or treat any medical condition, prescribe medications, make claims for specific or general healing or health results, or as a substitute for traditional medical treatment. For medical advice, you should consult a licensed healthcare specialist. For more information, please refer to the terms of use on our website at loveandlightschool.com.